call a friend. Oh, yeah, baby! It's all good in Yankee land! Everything, everything we said before is a lie, guys! Nah, nah, nah. Josh is back! Josh is back! Everything's okay! Everything's all right, guys. Guys, everything's okay. Everything's all right now. We, the Yankees win. I'm going to go we. I'm going we. We win. 7-2. I played a hell of a game yesterday. I'm very proud of myself. No strikeouts? No, I didn't strike out once. I did not strike out one time. Uh, I didn't walk anybody. I was I was flawless. It was good. It was a good game. Good game from the Yanks. 7-2 win over the, the Athletics, which is what was needed. LeMahieu goes yard. Glaber goes yard. Brera goes yard. I mean, like it was just it was a good, it was a good game. Your your favorite player, Aaron Hicks. Everybody, everybody did their job. It was awesome. Hicks, he goes yard. It was great. Didn't need to, you know, use key members of the bullpen. I was happy. I was like, you know, I know it's it's the A's. Sorry, A's fans. It's the A's. <laughs> However, I'm happy about that. Nasty Nestor looked pretty good. Not as good as he did last year. Good. Again, it's the A's. More importantly, though, we have our news coming off of that nice win. How about the return of the captain, Aaron Judge? Do you want a drum roll for this? You want, I just did it. I just said the news. No, no, no. Try it again. Uh, uh, big news, guys. Yeah. Big news. The return. I shouldn't have walked into this. I, I should have known better. The return of Aaron Judge. Wow. That's right. The big Whoa. fella is back. 10-day on the IL. Uh, bring him back with him. His 261 average. Six homers. 14 ribbies. 836 OPS. That's 26 games this season. During the 10 games he was out, the Yankees averaged 3.5 runs and went 4-6. and six. The big fella is back. The Yankees coming off a win. Playing the A's. I mean, everything's coming up pinstripes, baby. Everything's coming up. I know, I know this. I know that Levac and Goss are currently on your your home for the <laughs> Boston Red Sox, Fox Sports Radio ninety five nine and nine eighty. Grab the iHeart app. However, it's a Yankee Day, baby. It's a Yankee Day today. Getting Judge back. Went and got my haircut a new place. Mets fans talking a little smack. Like, yeah, we're hurt. You're hurt. I'm like, yeah, you know. It's not exactly what I was hoping for this year and whatever, but, you know, you cut my hair, I'm not going to be mean to your Mets. No, go ahead. I'm like, how could anything go wrong when you've mortgaged your entire season on two 40-plus-year-old pitchers? I mean, what could go wrong? Um, but <laughs> but now, Judge is back. I wish I knew this while I was sitting there. I wish I knew that it was happening when we were sitting there. Now, you know, mind you, other people aren't back yet. Rodon, Severino, Donaldson, stuff like that. But since Harrison Bader's been back, he's been great. Now you got Bader, you got Judge. You're starting to get a little, starting to get a little Momo, little Uncle Mo, little momentum. Don't let us get hot, baby. We might get out of the basement. What's the expression? The heart grows fonder from time away. Absence makes the heart grow fonder is what you're trying to say. Yeah, exactly what I was thinking there. It feels like it's very true. What? Is that not romantic? Is, should I have known that? <laughs> you, it's, well, no, I, 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 I mean, you're close well, enough. Right. You got the gist. My wife and I did the long distance relationship thing for a while. I, I see the, mind you, it yeah, wasn't you didn't absence. need to. She just wanted to be away from you. 
Absence makes the heart grow fonder, is the quote. Oh, yeah, there it oh, is. There it is. Do you want the drum roll again? No. Okay. okay. Thank you. I bring that up, that wonderful quote that everyone knows clearly except me, <laughs> about Aaron Judge, because looking at the standings, looking at Major League Baseball overall, still early in the year, it feels like the Yankees really needed Aaron Judge. Like, Badly, maybe more so than any other major league franchise for one single player. The MVP, the captain, all these things that go with him. It is pretty obvious that maybe, am I going too far with this? Like, it's Judge the most, I don't want to do MVP versus most outstanding, but most important player on a roster for contending teams in 2023. Uh, I think Edwin Diaz would give you a run for that, but he's not He's not coming back. Nope. Um. I wish that Judge could also pitch. That would be great. That would be a big help. But yeah, he's got to be up there. Otani and Trout, but the Angels have been bad with them. Yeah. And now they're kind yeah. of getting better. Yes. Um, well, yeah, they're getting better just in time to have to like either pay Otani $600 million or get rid of him, which is so Angels. If you're an Angels fan, I God bless you. Tatis and Betts in the National League West would be in that mix, but the Padres got to the NLCS without Tatis last year. And Mookie Betts is really good, and Red Sox fans, you know that. So maybe Mookie yeah. Betts is in that conversation, too. But for guys that were out there coming back, yeah, I think it's huge. Yeah, I mean, especially if he goes out and starts lighting it up. He goes out and acts like Judge, keeps that OPS up, on base plus slugging, huh? in case you didn't know. <laughs> A little something for you guys right there. But I, this could be big. This could be what turns it around. Gets the old, uh, gets the worm turning, the mo turner, if you will. Still ten, still ten back, still in the basement. Even though you got the win last night, the uh, the Rays won. Baltimore's starting to stink. They've lost three straight. Um, Jays have won three state straight. You know, Boston is where they are. We'll see what happens. But uh, man, a little Mo Turner, let's go. Get out there tonight, Judge. I'm gonna, I might have to put a, a Aaron Judge home run as my as my play of the day. Just bet that. Just done. One of my favorite things to do to Yankee fans, and if this is your first time listening to LeVac and Gaz, you may have not heard me use this term before, realistic expectations. Because now that the Yankees are in the basement of the division, it feels like those realistic expectations, and Yankee fan kind of likes to twist that term a little bit because maybe that's an oxymoron for Yankee fans. The expectation every year is to win the World Series. But the bar is now set far higher for Aaron Judge, isn't it? Like, you're fired up to have him back. All Yankee fans are fired up to have him back. I just called him the most important player on any roster for a contender in the league in 2023. So he's going to have to do what? Be more successful than what he was in 2022 when he set asterisk an AL record for home runs in a season, wins the MVP. Like, he doesn't have to be that good, does he? Or because of now where the Yankees sit, he has to have that as his new pace. I don't, I don't think he has to do that. I mean, I'm not going to tell him not to. If he thinks he can do that again, go ahead. That's fine. But, no, I think realistically speaking, what you're looking for is what he's already done. You know, six home runs, 261 average, maybe get that up into the 270s, go crazy with that. You know, on base plus slugging, keep that high 800s, get into low 900s. He is the captain, right? That is, that is as much as we like to tease the New York Yankees for retiring everyone's number, putting everyone in Monument Park, doing all those things, there's one thing they don't hand out lightly, and that's the captain tag. So you got that. You earned it. Now you got to keep earning it. You don't get to just have it and then go, all right, see you guys later. No, you've got to keep going. So pressure is a privilege in this situation. He is, he is the guy who's supposed to make everyone else better. You can't pitch around him 
if if everybody's pitching, if everybody's hitting well. More importantly, they can't pitch around you if he's standing behind you. So there's a lot of things he does to make the lineup better. It, it you know, you can't shorten the lineup now. He's in the middle of it, ready to go. I love it. You said that big, massive, large word, pressure. Yeah, buddy. Because of the captain, because of the MVP, because of played in New York, and I don't think we because said of the money. There you go. The contract, the money. Now it's all on Aaron Judge perform because New York sports fan, you know this for sure. Anytime a big star gets paid, that criticism gets turned up from Stanton to A-Rod. Hell, Jeter got some criticism at the end of that final contract. You can look at a lot of the New York Knicks players, and we'll get to them later on too. You already mentioned the Met. Everybody, the moment you get that fat deal from a New York team, is he worth it? Mm-hmm. Should we trade him? Wow, this deal's... That's just a part of it. Now, Judge hasn't faced that yet because he's so early in this contract. But when it comes to pressure of the deal, that again raises the expectations. From everything you and I have seen, heard, watched, covered involving the Yankees over the past few years and Aaron Judge, there's nothing for me to believe that Judge cannot live up to that pressure. I'm talking more mentally than physically because we've seen some New York athletes mentally not have it work and be successful anywhere else. The only concern I would have for Judge about being as good as Yankee fan hopes for him to be is physically. And that physical part is already improving because he's back. Yeah, and that's, I think, while you were talking, I was thinking about what 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 would happen for me to think that, I, you know, Judge has let me down as a fan. And it, it, it's injuries because that's always been the knock on him and Stanton. And Stanton's on the I.L. right now. Judge just returning from the I.L., the amount of times when we've done this show in the past or, or just, you know, having a conversation at a bar with other Yankee fans or Yankee haters is how crazy would it be if Stanton and Judge stayed healthy for a whole season? Because I'm still waiting to see the Stanton season. I still think that that, that Giancarlo Stanton is going to have a, a, a massive, just monstrous stretch for the Yankees each and every year. Hasn't 100% paid off for me yet. But, you know, why give up? You know, keep pushing. But – if the two of them are going and they're putting up the kind of numbers that both of them are capable of doing, whew, let's go. That's when pitching becomes a little easier to deal with because that that's going to be it too. Like the answers for that bullpen are right now rest and leads. Those are the only way you can fix the Yankees bullpen at this exact second in time is make sure they're rested. You're not throwing them out there every day for an inning plus and get a good lead so that you don't have to throw them out there every day for for an inning plus. You get those two things going, that bullpen's going to look a lot better. To do that, you obviously need judge in the lineup because you're only getting three to four runs a game without him. Who's more frustrated by that last statement? Yankee fan, because of everything you just said, what would it be like if the bullpen was right, if Stanton and Judge were in the same lineup? Everything Yankee fans hope for, to see it to its potential. Is Yankee fan more frustrated by that or Brian Cashman? Because Cashman built this roster. You mentioned Aaron Hicks, who sarcastically you called him my boy, my you guy. Him. You love him. He absolutely has been terrible, and he never should have gotten that contract. Terrible but is a, lo- a big statement. Not good. How about that? Less uh, yeah. than average. Yeah, that's probably okay. Yeah. Uh, n- <laughs> un- he was underpaid at the time the contract went out and has not lived up to that contract. Fair enough. Yes. Cashman's got to look at this, too. It's, come on, this is the roster. This is, I I signed these guys. I know they're good. I know I know what I'm doing. 
But every week somebody's injured, somebody's hurt, somebody's dealing with this, they're changing. Cash, Yankee fan, as stressed as you are, as nervous, whatever adjective you want to use here explaining about how you feel about the 2023 team, Cashman is there with you. I can feel it because he wants to have the lineup, the bullpen, the arms that he's gone out and signed and said, I did all the work for this. Please show me what we can do because I know you guys can do it when you're all healthy. Does he, though? Like, there's something about Cashman that just leads me to, like, like he's he's been there for so long. And the ridicule and the whatever, like, it just doesn't seem to phase him. Like, you just, he, what are you going to do to him? You can't eat him. You can't take away Christmas. Like, he's going to be there. He's GM for life. I don't know what Hal Steinbrenner did to him that the rest, George, uh, George or Hal or whoever did to him, that he's uh, untouchable. But he's untouchable. I like a lot of the things he does, but you go into this year and I wanted a little more than finally paying judge and bringing in Carlos Rodon. I, I, I wanted a closer. I wanted some, I wanted some stuff. I wanted some moves and do very much. It goes back to the classic debate in any level of sports and hopefully even youth sports coaches talk about this with their players. There's a difference between playing hurt and playing injured. Yeah. If you are injured and you feel like that injury is going to continue to grow, you probably should go to the bench, especially if you're younger. Okay, this is an actual injury. Now, guys playing hurt, welcome to athletics. Everybody's going to be hurt. Football, baseball, basketball, hockey, individual sports, everybody's going to feel some pain, some bumps and bruises and be hurt. How Horrible does the bu- carpal tunnel from all the video games. That's, that happens. That is that is an esports thing that could be very interesting this spring and summer. Somewhere our guy Mike has a big smile on his face. But horrible carpet. I wonder about Ingram that for the thumbnail. I wonder about that for the Yankees. Hey, we never evaluated how these athletes would play plain hurt, and that's what's been hurting this roster from the days of Aaron Boone getting robbed of the Manager of the Year award, where it felt like we were a few phone calls away from Levac. You and I having to suit up because of how many injuries they had suffered. That's what's been one of these things that's held back this Yankee team over the past few years is that constantly players have been, and even I have to pause now, I say injured on this spot, but I wonder how often it's been hurt before injured and playing it safe, and that's what's hurt this team. That's a really hard question to answer, but unfortunately we've been faced with that question often watching this team as sports fans the past few seasons. You know, the the injury thing, like you can't plan for injuries, you got you whatever. But when you when you hire and sign guys who are notoriously injured, like it's kind of you should be planning for it at that point. Like, like I feel like as much as people like a lot of people haven't completely warmed up to Harrison Bader, you had to go get a Harrison Bader because you knew Stanton was going to be out for a prolonged period of time. You knew Judge could be out for a bunch of time. Hicks is always out, so you needed a guy who could be a legit center fielder potentially more you needed him and he's shown like windows of being very very good he's but then he gets hurt that's a little weird but you know Josh Donaldson he's he's not young you know Stanton is injury prone judge has shown flares of being injury prone a lot of the guys on this roster Carlos Rodon who you signed he's been injury prone so like for Everybody look at cash, and normally I'm the one who goes, yeah, but you know, you can't predict it like this. This is nothing you would have ever predicted. 
kind of got to predict it at this point. Like, you kind of got to be ready because it happens. I do love bringing up Volpe. I love that kind of stuff. You know, Trevino's catcher. I, I love the I love the youth movement they're doing. But at the same time, the judge is back now, okay? How about some Clay Holmes? How about you learn how to close a baseball game again? How about you remember that? That'd be great if you could do that. Please. Please. Dear God, please. Dear, dear, dear God, please. Don't forget you can interact with the show at the Jeff Levac on Twitter. Fox Sports 95.9 and 9.80 on Facebook. We'd love to see your comments there. At Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z. If you're listening on the iHeart app, that little microphone right next to where you're hitting the play button, you can tap that and leave us a message. We will go through it. So, so many different ways to interact. And, of course, our phone lines are open to you. Thanks to Elevation 10,000 at 518-690-0980. 518-690-0980. All right, there's the good news for uh, your New York sports fans. The bad news is, is coming up next, but first I want to tell you about some great news, and that would revolve around my good friend, Dr. Fred Dreer, and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. I get this question all the time. It's probably it's sad that in my 25 years of radio and running football teams and doing all kinds of stuff, the thing I get the most is, hey, you're the sleep guy, right? You talk about the Integrative Sleep Center, huh? You get to that. Yeah, that's me. Uh, became good friends with Dr. Fred Dreer, Lorianne, the whole crew over at the Integrative Sleep Center. And the reason it happened is somebody, you know, kept telling me I'd snore a lot. I'd, we'd go weekend getaways with a bunch of my friends, you know, my own room in an in a Airbnb or, you know, next door in a hotel, and you hear... <laughs> I hear about it all the next day is how much I snore. And they're like, but the worst part is when you stop snoring. I'm like, why would that be bad? Because we think you stop breathing. I was like, oh, that's that doesn't sound good. Go over to the integrative sleep center, couple tests, made sure everything was okay with my health. But you know, obviously snoring is bad for you. Sleep apnea is terrible for you. Get a custom-made mouthpiece, easy to use, easy to clean. It's made everything better better for me, all the difference. The Integrative Sleep Center in Balsa Spa with Dr. Fred Gere, 518-885-6185. They'll help me sleep better. They'll help you sleep better, too. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. OMG, hot and crisp nacho fries are back at Taco Bell, but they won't be here forever. Yeah, hot and crisp fries covered in bold Mexican spices with a side of nacho cheese sauce are only here for a limited time at participating U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time only while supplies last. Hi, it's Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb, and we've got an incredible week on the Today Show. We do. We got some big surprises in store. We're going to celebrate nurses, and we're going to celebrate teachers and moms. And then this is huge. The Jonas Brothers kick off our city concert series right here live on our plaza. And we've got Diane Keaton, Robert De Niro. We've got Andy Cohen stopping by. It's going to be good. So join us every morning on NBC because every day needs today. One in four car batteries is weak and needs to be replaced. Let our professional parts people test your battery for free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The following is a message from the future, sent by Jamie from Progressive. Back in 2023, you could get help from Progressive Online through our mobile app or over the phone. But here, in the future, you'll be able to chat with us from space. Maybe you're asking, why are you spending time on insurance in space? Shouldn't you be sculpting something out of moon rocks or jumping around with no gravity? Insurance seems more like a back on Earth kind of thing, right? Actually, in the future, space is no big deal. Errands are totally appropriate. That was a message from the future. Get the help you need today with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. 
Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. LeVac guys here with you on this uh, fabulous, fabulous Tuesday, May 9th, uh, just about 20 after 3 here in the uh, in the the Fox Sports Radio studios or wherever they let us pretend are our studios uh, while we're while we're here. It's weird. I haven't had like a schedule in a while. Like I've kind of like been, I've run my own thing. So I just do what I want when I want. And look at how nice the weather is. It's weird to actually be trapped doing something like as much as I love talking sports with you guys, the fact that I can't just go, eh, you know what? I'm going to go outside. Like, I don't, it's weird. We have the technology now. If you want to have like a Friday show outside, we can just put some headphones on. I can figure out how to make that happen. You and I can just lay out there, put some Birkenstocks on, sing Kumbaya. The, like two things of that. I only had two issues with what you just said. The one was you figuring out how to make it work. I don't believe that at all. And the second is just laying out there in Birkenstocks. Like, I, I feel like, I feel like anybody with a vivid imagination just threw up. I feel like that just happened. We had this guy in college named Carl. Carl. Just a little guy, Carl. And he, like, when the quad would open up at Hobart, he would just get out there with a guitar. But it wasn't like there'd be a crowd around Carl. He would just be out there by himself <laughs> playing the guitar. Really, like, all right, it's quad season. Carl's out there. <laughs> Carl's out there with all his friends. He's by himself. Um, I'm, uh, I'm pretty bummed out. You know, by no means is 33 years old old in the regular world. But in the world of the NBA, 33 years old is too old to be the best player on the court. It's just not right that Jimmy Butler is hands down, far and away, the best player in the Knicks Heat series. Like it's just, and it's not even, it's not even close. And it's, I think I'm angry how effortless he makes it look while he just backhands the life out of the Knicks. Just, just no expression. You know, Jordan used to have the tongue out. Jimmy used to be fiery. That's not, he was just like, yeah, this is, I think I pity them. I think I pity the Knicks. They just don't, they don't care. They don't know what they're doing. The amount of times I saw Nick's body language of, of like, of like a five-year-old who was told he couldn't have any more cookies. Just like, (sighs) arms go straight down. It was, it was depressing. Um, Luckily it's almost over is, is where I'm at. So three, one Knicks are in the hole. They lose 109 to 101 to the Heat. And honestly, I don't feel like it was ever that close. Like, it just, I know there was a couple times where they would get within six. You know, they start moving. You're like, oh, okay. You kind of convince yourself it was better. Nah, Jalen Brunson was out there by himself. It's Jalen Brunson and, you know, the rest of the squad who just, I don't know if they have appointments for next week. You know, if they have somewhere to be. Maybe they already, maybe they put a deposit on a jet ski and you can't get that back. I don't like, <laughs> It just doesn't look like the Knicks care. They just don't look like they have They don't have that dog in them. That effort, the loose balls, the heart. Miami out-hustled them through that whole game, going for it. It felt like Miami wanted it more the entire game. But the Knicks fan and the Knicks as an overall as a franchise, going back to Carmelo, and just use that as 2010 because the Knicks were a higher-seeded team in that early 2010 era. They got bumped before the conference finals. Nick fan going into this series felt like there's a true opportunity mm-hmm. where the Knicks have a chance to go to the NBA Finals. This is really set up for them where they're going to be the favorite in this series. They're taking on the eighth seed. This can happen. And with LeVac, our first show, back on May 1st, we said, look at this layout for the Knicks. 
Joel Embiid is injured. Mm-hmm. James Harden's got to put those types of performances over and over and over again. Boston's trailing in the series, and Miami's the eighth seed, and they're not healthy, no hero, and no butler at that point. Everything was laid out for Knicks fans to say, this is it. That loss last night, devastating, heartbreaking, depressing. I don't want to do the second time in a row where I'm like, this is the biggest thing since, but it's true. It's been a decade plus where a Knicks fan can come on a Tuesday in May and say, that's the worst loss in a decade plus. And it is because you could have tied up the series last night. You could have had the opportunity to win this series in the garden in front of the New York fans. This could have been everything you wanted. But maybe you and I should have known better. And maybe Nick fans should have known better. Going back to game two, when they even up the series and you and I are all excited, we're like, mm-hmm. look at the Knicks. They got them. All right. They needed that one. It's fine. They can't go down 2-0 to Miami. We should have known better. Because when you barely squeak out a victory against Miami and they don't have their star players and he played about as well as he could, maybe you and I should have sat down and be like, they actually just lost the series. If it's going to take that to be no Butler and no Hero, they're more trouble than we realize for the rest of this thing. Well, and that's kind of what I I realized I did. I, I gave myself sports amnesia. So, like, it's like, oh, well, they just didn't have Butler, but, you you know, that's okay because it's one star or whatever. No, they don't have Victor Oladipo, Tyler Hero, and in that game they also didn't have Jimmy Butler. Like, what's that rule in hockey where, like, you can have, like, an emergency goalie? So some just, like, dude usually drives a Zamboni may have to step in and play goalie for you. Like, the Heat were on the verge of, you know, one of the floor moppers or the mascot to switch up and play the game. And I'm like, oh, man, we beat them. That's good. Let's go. We're going to be really good now. It's on. And it's like they beat you without Oladipo and Hero. Like two players that if you're a Knicks fan, you're basically thinking to yourself, how do I fit that guy in the roster? Because he he's better than a lot of the things we have. <sighs> I don't care that they're not as good as the Heat. I don't care about that. Like it's, I wish they were better, but I don't care. I care that they don't care. I care that like the quote from Julius Randall. And I, I, I guess, I guess this is him almost like kind of pointing the finger at himself. Quote, maybe they want it more. I don't know. That's been who we are all year. And we got to find a way to step up and make those plays. Keep the season alive. Maybe they want it more is unacceptable. No one should want it more. I think when this offseason happens and the Knicks are doing the annual dance of, do you want Julius Randle? Do you want Julius Randle? Do you want Julius Randle? The first person who doesn't say no right away, shove Julius Randle in their lap. Skill-wise, he could be one of the best in the game. He could be. Want to wise? No. And, and uh, like willingness to stay within the plan? No, he's not. He's not that guy. Like he makes you good, but he keeps you from being great. Jalen Brunson could make you great. Like you, like you literally have to sit there and look at Jalen Brunson and go, he's not the best defender. That's, that's all you can say. That's like where Julius Randle, like, man, if everything goes right and he's really dialed in, He's a double-double guy. But what happens when he's not right? Oh, he's like a 10-2 guy. Like, he's just 
He's 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 a team killer. He's going to sit at the top of the key and wait. He's the big who's going to sit at the top of the key and wait for someone to pass him a three. I almost threw you off there, LeVac, because while you were talking in the last 30 seconds, I started smirking at you, and you probably thought, what is God's laughing at? And I thought, I had the same conversation in the shower alone today Ooh. about Julius Randle. I thought you were talking about yourself. I thought you were like, I'm good, but I'm not great. <laughs> By the Julius Randle of Fox Sports 95.9 showering. <laughs> Can you imagine that's our sales team? We got Julius Randle in the shower. He's doing okay. I mean, he was at a double-double, right? He's, he didn't he take a lot of shots. He's good who he wants to be. When I, I thought about Julius Randle. Think about the t- Wait a minute. No, you're no, in the no, shower no, no. and you no. thought about Julius Randle? Tell me more. That's going to be edited for the podcast side. <laughs> that is, uh, that was, where's hey, the dump button hey, here? Hey, man, it's 2023. You live your dreams. Nobody's mad at you. I started Live one- out loud, guys. It's almost June. Started wondering where Julius Randle ranked with the players left in the NBA playoffs. There's no Huggins on this show. I'll tell you that right now. We love everybody. I would say Julius Randle's not even a top 20 player left in the NBA playoffs. We don't have to list it left? left? Like left? Left. No particular order. I kind of want to do that. Oh, you want to do it? Okay, we'll go, we'll go quick here. Fast, do, yeah, yeah, you do as it. As fast as I can here. Okay. Curry, Thompson, Draymond, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, uh, Joel Embiid. Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson. So that was a quick 14. <laughs> yeah, Maybe I mean, he's 15. All right. Yeah, just, so. just for the sake of this conversation, yeah, no, we'll say top 14. Without even trying, you, I think you proved your point. I okay. think you did well there. I bring that up because that's the issue. You know, he's a he's a good player. He's a very good player. But we're at the point in the NBA playoffs, you need Hall of Fame great takeover well, players. You need, you need what we're hoping Aaron Judge is about to be for the Yankees. Absolutely. Not yeah. just good, but makes everyone else better. Like, Jimmy Butler makes everybody else better. Better. You look at them, look to him. Like dudes like Kevin Love, who are a hundred years old, they look to like they those are the they, those are the guys that look up to a Jimmy Butler. Like, they, nobody's if you're looking up to Julius Randle, you're probably taking plays off. He took 13 shots last night. If you watch the game, you're like, you know what, Randle's. I mean, he's almost got a double double. He's playing okay. He's but you can't even do that in the playoffs anymore. You can't be like your best player is playing okay. Right. I'm not saying to be Devin Booker and shoot 70% from the field. I'm not saying you got to be Jokic and put up 50. Okay. Like, we can change the expectations of how great your player has to be. But when you walk away from game four and you say, hey, we got Julius Randle. You want to hear what he did? He went 20 and nine <laughs> on 13 shots and played 40 minutes. That's just not going to get it done. And it may never get it done. Jalen Brunson, we just mentioned him. Oh. Really good game. Fine player. 44 minutes. Look, he's made the Knicks so much better. It's a fantastic signing. And if Nick fan wants to argue against Brunson, someone from Dallas should start screaming and saying, you don't think Jalen Brunson's good? <laughs> Go say that to a Maverick fan who had to deal with Kyrie the last few months of the season. They thought, oh, this will be fine. Luka will work fine. with Jalen Brunson proved his worth and his value over the course of the spring here. But that's the problem with the Knicks. Miami has more players who've been able to make plays in their careers Randall's just not him, like the internet likes to say. He is not him. And the Knicks had their opportunities. They're just not as good as the Heat, and we all should have known that by game two. It is, and it's it's upsetting, too, because you see Jalen Brunson out there like doing everything he can to will everyone else around him to be better. And it's just they're just not they're just not getting in. They're just not like and and I don't think everybody like it's not fair to say that about everyone because obviously not everyone can be superstar level 
You just can't, you know, you, you get what you can, the role players. But when you're, when your coach doesn't use your bench and your stars aren't stars, you're screwed. It's over. It's, it's, it's over. There's nothing you can do about it. But um, it is over. It is. So you beat me to it. I was going to say, is there any chance for the Knicks? No. It's they're going to win three straight no. with that. No. Again, when you've no. got, when you've got your, your A or your B star coming out and saying, you know, maybe they want it more. If you think that once in the world of professional sports, you suck. You're bad. Like that's, if you, if you can literally look at the other team and go, they just wanted it more than I wanted it. Well, you're not, you're at least not a leader. You know, like you, can you imagine a time ever Jordan, Kobe, you know, even LeBron ever uttering that they just wanted it more like Jordan, maybe for like a hot dog or something. Somebody was just like, oh man, he was hungry and I was, I let him have it. Like that's, I was trying to get out here and play, but not this. Never. I was thinking about the fight game too, with lines like that. They just wanted it more. Yeah. You're getting punched in the face right. now because. <laughs> And put your hands up, man, or get out of the ring. You're gonna. I think about Dana White slap fighting it now. You know, like the guy who lost. He just wanted it more. No, your face is blown up, man. Like get out of the ring. Stop slapping people in the face. Felt like the Knicks fans got slapped in the face. Yeah, it was it was it was bad, man. One hundred nine, one hundred one, Knicks fall. And this again, it's just like there wasn't even that point where the Heat looked nervous. They just never like you couldn't even make them nervous. I, you didn't even get that look like if a bee gets near your picnic. It was just like, eh, whatever. It's the Knicks. We'll figure this out. They'll be, they're going away. We're done with them. So that kills my dream scenario of Lakers Knicks. I, I guess, I guess I really, I'm hoping, I guess I'm hoping Lakers 76ers. I, I don't know. I don't know what I want now because I don't, Boston doesn't impress me this year. Something about Boston. I know I know they're going to tonight 2-2 tie with 76ers. Boston kind of looks like they're sleepwalking a little bit. They don't look like they – again, I heard Colin Coward saying I love it. He goes, I like a lot of things about the Celtics. I don't love anything about the Celtics. That Celtic team has the potential to win the championship just like they did in 2022, but there has never been a moment that I'd be like, okay, this is the team. They're the number one seed. They're going to win – I have not seen that game yet come out of Boston. Maybe tonight's the night it can happen. Uh, you mentioned the Warriors there in passing quickly. Yeah. What surprised you now sitting here doing this show that we're talking about more today? Is it the Knicks just flat out being nowhere close to being on the Miami Heat's level and them just blowing this series away post-game two? Or is it how bad Draymond, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry played down the stretch last night? Because it was those three. It was Steph fouling LeBron, Thompson missing some shots, Steph missing some shots. Like Those three are the reason the Warriors are a dynasty. And the most important plays in the game last night, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson, not one of the three, all three making terrible plays to help L.A. go ahead 3-1 in that series. You know, the only thing that makes your tough is – I'm I'm not shocked that LA is winning that series. I am shocked that all three of those guys played poorly in the same night. That that is that is not like them at all. But I, for me, it's the Knicks. Like I had convinced myself the Knicks were going to win this series. You know, you know, fan Homer, stupid, whatever, whatever. Let me believe that. But I convinced myself the Knicks could win this thing. I've always thought the Lakers would turn it on at some point this season. 
they waited a little longer than I expected, but it's on right now. And you got LeBron and AD. I mean, who knows? And, and granted, that's not even the whole story, but it is, you know, again, you got LeBron is still the best player on the planet, in my opinion. You know, if I had to go in a one on one, if I had to, if, you know, if we did a, if we did a draft right now, I'm probably still taking him first, even with Joker and Luca and, well, not what's left of Luca, but like even that. Steph's the best point guard, but LeBron's the best. I just I would still take LeBron first, I think. Where would you put Lonnie Walker the fourth in that mix? Is it the fourth quarter? I might have to I might have to pick him up a little earlier. What a game from Lonnie Walker. By the way, he's still trending on social media. Good for you, man. It's Lonnie Lonnie Walker the fourth and Lonnie Skywalker are still two of the top eight trends on social media. And the game ended post midnight last night. Uh, Lake, uh, first the stat from SportsCenter. Before I give more some love to Lonnie, I want to give the stat on SportsCenter that said Steph Curry is 0 for 12 in his playoff career on potential go-ahead shots in the final 45 seconds of a fourth quarter in overtime. How? The greatest shooter who's ever lived. Last minute of the game. that Played great for, what, 45, 46 minutes, and then the final of that. But Lonnie Walker, back to him. The first Lakers bench player. To score 15-plus in a fourth quarter of a playoff game since Kobe. I mean, I don't know if we have to do every Lakers stat about Kobe. RIP, right. a legend, the mom, everything else. But right. sometimes we can just have standalone performances. And that's from the Lakers Twitter, and that's why I bring that up. They, Six they and did nine it. in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. for Lonnie Walker. Nice. He's, yeah, I mean, that that's impressive. And even that, like, not to bring it back to the Knicks, but, you know, hey, look, that's I'm a Knicks fan. I'm going to drag it back. The, the Knicks have guys who could do that stuff. They just don't. They just don't do it. Like, like Grimes could be dropping threes. You know, Grimes could be out there, all those good things. You know, Evan Fournier is sitting on your bench. He can he can shoot. I know he's a million years old and hasn't played, but dude can shoot. Why don't put somebody in? At some point, everybody looked around and went, hey, we need somebody else to take a shot. LeBron's arms are about to fall off and 80s unibrow just grew back Lonnie Walker's like ah, I can throw one up all right go ahead he started he got hot good for him doesn't feel like this now knowing both series are at 3-1 but I'm way more shocked about this Lakers series than the Knicks Heat series and I I was convinced the Knicks were going to win because this is the Warriors I, I knew time was going to run out at some point and the Kings pushed Golden State to a game seven but Los Angeles stunk like, this is the Golden State Warriors who could shoot anybody out of the building. They yeah. still have these players. Look, there was a point that Draymond it felt like he was not going to be on this roster because of Jordan Poole, and Jordan Poole can't find an NBA court all of a sudden. <laughs> that shocking. Shocking to me that the Lakers are this good this fast and now are one win away from a Western Conference Finals. It's They're going to make it. They're going to find a way to get in. That's that's And again, we you know we talk about Jimmy Butler having that, that dog in him. LeBron's got that dog in him. He's gonna he's gonna keep keep pushing the pace. He's gonna keep pushing the floor. He's gonna keep pushing you to be better. And then he's gonna find Alani Walker to go out there and deliver some shots. Elevation ten thousand phone lines. If you want to hop into our conversation about the NBA, you can do that right now. Our number is 518-690-0980. 518-690-0980. I didn't want to take this call back, but I hung up on him yesterday. So now I feel bad. <laughs> Is this Corey from Greenwich? It's Corey in Greenwich. What's up, Corey? How you doing? Good. Feed the brow. Feed the beast. 
Yeah, Anthony Davis. How about that? Two games in a row. We all questioned that. One more game. <laughs> Congratulations. Your Lakers are up 3-1. My Knicks are down 1-3. You know, just rub it in, Corey. It's fine. Yeah, uh, I had a question for the Knicks, too. Okay. I know it's early, but so this offseason, are the – are you going to keep a lookout on the Damian Lillard or the Luca or the the Giannis I think discussion? You, I think you got to keep an eye on Luca. I think you got to hope that Luca loved Jalen Brunson so much you can find a way to make Luca happen. So another superstar, maybe hoping to go to the next. <laughs> at least, at least one superstar, at least one. Court, somebody wants to play. Need. Good work, guys. Hey, are you ha- are you mad I hung up on you yesterday? Uh, no. no I just hung up on him. Oh! What happened? What happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened? They, they, it is true what they say. Power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. What do you mean? God is the nice guy on the show, but now that he's the one pushing the buttons, he's like, you know what a dial tone sounds like, nerd? And he, like, hangs up on people. You're loving the power chair. What are you talking about? I just... You and the power chair That was a connection is, issue. You could hear his tone on this, right? I could see your face. You were... You're digging the power. Tommy Corporate, the all-powerful Mighty Oz over here. That's not it. I just... I'm just done. I see the phones ringing again. Well, you do you know, think it's Corey? Do you, we, want to, do you want to talk about? We we well, gotta take yeah, we gotta okay. take a quick break. We'll take a break. Fine. We'll, we'll get back to the elevation ten thousand phone. Line. I won't hang up on you. I if, promise. If it's if, not Corey, if it's up, to, if Gaz if Gaz deems you worthy, you may be able to get through on the elevation ten thousand phone lines uh, coming up. We we would love to hear. I would love to hear from you. Five one eight six nine zero zero nine eight zero. Five one eight six nine zero zero nine eighty. I would love to hear from you. Gaz may tolerate your existence. We 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 will find out together. Coming up next, Levac and Gaz, Fox Sports Radio ninety five nine and nine eighty. What if you could build a six-figure retirement income with almost half the money saved? You heard that right. Get a discount on your retirement, creating a six-figure income with 40% less than traditional 401ks and mutual funds. Hi, I'm Brett Kitchen, best-selling author and star in a new Hollywood documentary called The Baby Boomer Dilemma. In this film, economists and Nobel Prize-winning PhDs from Wharton, MIT, and Stanford share a strange concept I call the retirement discount. It gives you more retirement income with the same dollars saved, and your money is never at risk if the market crashes. That's right. If the market crashes 30%, you lose nothing. Even people who are on track have shifted money to this new strategy because it increases their retirement income or can allow them to stop working years sooner. So if you're over 50 and want a bigger, better retirement with less money, call to get a free copy of this brand new movie, The Baby Boomer Dilemma, at 1-800-506-2020. This is a $30 value, but when you call today, you'll get it completely free, plus two hours of bonus behind-the-scenes footage. I'll even cover shipping and handling, no credit card required. So don't delay. Call right now, 1-800-506-2020. That's 1-800-506-2020, 1-800-506-2020. It's Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb, and we've got an incredible week on the Today Show. We do. we got some big surprises in store. We're going to celebrate nurses, and we're going to celebrate teachers and moms. And then this is huge. The Jonas Brothers kick off our city concert series right here live on our plaza. And we've got Diane Keaton, Robert De Niro. We've got Andy Cohen stopping by. It's going to be good. So join us every morning on NBC because every day needs today. I'm Martin Hoke, the inventor of Navage Nasal Care, and I love Navage. I've told you about how your nose is the body's air filter, that Navage's powered suction will help flush out allergens, viruses, mucus, and germs, and that Navage will help you breathe better. 
But what do other people say about Navage? Like Haley, quote, Navage is the best thing I bought. I love it. My nose feels so clear now and I can breathe. I've been struggling with a stuffy nose for weeks. I bought Navage and it's amazing. Or this one. I use Navage every night, could not imagine life without it. I have five cats, and before I found Navage, I was a clogged mess. Now I breathe so much better. Unquote. Those are two of over 100,000 online reviews praising Navage, the all-natural solution trusted by over 3 million people to help you breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and stay healthier without drugs. Navage is available at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, Target, Rite Aid, and online. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E, clean nose, healthy life. Let's be real. Mopping is a hassle. You have to fill the bucket, pushing a wet, heavy mop around, then cleaning the mop when you're done so it doesn't grow bacteria. A hassle on top of a hassle. Try Swiffer WetJet. With Swiffer WetJet, you start with a fresh pad and cleaning solution every time. And when you're done, you just toss the pad. Swiffer WetJet, the faster, easier, cleaner way to clean your floors. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Ah, uh, yes, my friends. <laughs> it is kind of, it's such a different world for me now over here. Like, I don't have anybody who listened to the old show, even the podcast that we did for a little while. I always had control over the tech. I had all the buttons and the slides and everything in front of me. Well, the current setup, I have no power. Like, the light goes on, I you know. Oz drops a quarter in my cup and, and I dance around like the little trained monkey I am. Like that's that's where we're at. Uh, so now Goss has the power and Goss who never understood technology is in charge of the technology. And it's corrupted you almost. In, we're not even a full two weeks into the show and you're hanging up on people and you're you're playing whatever you want to play. You're doing whatever you want to do. It's 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 crazy. The sport is very complicated. In comparison to other boards I've run, it is especially there's just assume it's not what it's supposed to be. That's why Levac's not over here, but I'm not rushing to switch this anytime soon. I'm enjoying right. having more I can bells and I, whistles here. You left me in there the other day. Like I ran the board and there was like, I did it and you just don't want to give it up, which is fine. I don't care. I'll be, I'll be lazy. Um, but we did, uh, we did throw out the phone lines for the elevation, 10,000 phone lines, 518-690-0980. And I understand we have, uh, what, Copier J? Copier J, I believe, in Troy. He wants to hop in and talk a little bit about the Knicks. Have at it, my friend. Hey, good, good afternoon, fellas. How's it going? It is going. How are you? Uh, not too uh, not too bad. Not too bad there. I tell you, last week was looking promising. Uh, put, a, put a little down on my uh, Knicks uh, Lakers finals. That doesn't look like it's happening right now there. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, it's, and it's, it seems like the series is coming down to three point, three pointers there. Knicks can't make them, and Miami keeps making them. So frustrating. Yeah, it's not, it's not the best time to be a Knicks fan for sure. But you know, there's there's as the rally cry of the Knicks fan goes, there's always next year. Yes, Re- retool and on to a Yankee season now. Duh. Absolutely. Speaking of tools. Uh, uh, Gaz is here to take your calls. No, don't do that. Copy <laughs> your shake. Thank you. We appreciate your support, man, especially on social Thanks, as guys. well. Let me we'll talk to you Come soon, on. brother. Um, See, I let him finish. That was good. Yeah. Um, I have received a 
a message for you from Corey from Greenwich. Uh-oh. Uh, you tell you tell him, better watch out, guys. No salty sweet nuts for you or sausage or beef. None of Corey's nuts for you, my friend. You know what? Corey gets that because he insulted me today on Facebook. What did he, he insulted? He, he Corey wouldn't was, do that. He thought it was real funny. What do you do? Now you and these other NFL football fans are sending me this meme today. It says, ha, 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 guys. Nice quarterbacks for your Buccaneers. Baker Mayfield, Kyle Trask, and John Wofford. LOL. <laughs> Wofford, you did it to, huh? You did it to yourself, Corey. Wofford. He can run, though, right? Isn't Wofford like the mobile dude that, that stepped up for the Rams? Yeah. He's, yeah, he, yeah. So, wait, you just took all the old Rams quarterbacks plus Trask? Is that... But couldn't get couldn't get Stafford, huh? No, that's interesting. It is you got to admit that is a weird quarterback room? I'd say it's the weirdest in the league right now. And by weird, I mean, do you want any of these guys? This this is what you have, huh? Buccaneers gonna be so bad this year. I'm trying to think of a weirder, stranger quarterback room. The Panthers keep jumping out to me, but just because the rookie. Bryce Young is there. It's just a little odd. Maybe Will Levis and Tannehill in Tennessee is a little strange. In the sense of who is going to play, and do you feel confident in that player leading your offense? I do I do find the like the former Patriots quarterback room minus Brady that is in Vegas very odd. Garoppolo and Hoyer. And then Aiden O'Connell. And I know they hope that Aiden O'Connell steps up and like takes a second spot. And then Brian Hoyer can go back to retirement, but like, like nobody ever looked at the old Patriots teams and went, you know what's wrong with that quarterback room? That Brady guy's in the way. If we could just have Garoppolo and Hoyer instead, that would be whew, winning. Aiden O'Connell was in college for like seven years. He's older than Hendon Hooker, I believe. So, you know what? Maybe I did a poor job setting this up. We talk about weirder in the sense of who do you have faith in? Who do you think could lead an offense? If you're a fan of that particular NFL team, I think a better shot at this should have been who's actually the weirdest quarterback room in the sense of the term weird, like odd, strange, because the answer to that's the Jets. Could you imagine yeah. oh, sitting yeah. in that quarterback room where it's just a coach, Aaron Rodgers, and Zach Wilson conversing with one another? How long until Aaron Rodgers takes Zach Wilson's mom to a darkness retreat? <laughs> that's the story that breaks the New York Post back page. Right there. That's the one. Um, what, what do they talk about? Like, you know, the easy, low-hanging fruit would be, what, you say bingo? No, I said they don't. Oh. There's no way on God's green earth that Aaron Rodgers is communicating with Zach Wilson. Like, when Aaron Rodgers was was with the Packers and they brought in Jordan Love, he kind of pulled the Brett Favre of the, it's not my job to teach him. He can do what he wants. I'm, I don't care. He's here. We, we work in the same office. Doesn't mean I have to, you know, hold his hand and walk him to lunch. He's not going to – he and Zach Wilson are not cohabitating. Rogers talked about the conversation he had at the Garden when he went with Sauce Gardner, and they were sitting next to each other, and Rogers pointed to Jessica Alba and says, hey, there's Jessica Alba, and Sauce Gardner just looked at him like, who's that? Oh, I know. Didn't even know who she was. Which really, age-wise, kind of does make sense. Mm. Jessica Alba's more popular in the late 2000s, but if that's Sauce Gardner and Aaron Rodgers conversing, Zach Wilson and Aaron Rodgers just – I don't know what they have in common – and it probably is a bizarre thing. I would like Hard Knocks to do the Jets again, just so I can get a camera to listen to those two figure out what in the world they're talking about. Actually, what might be interesting, so like Aaron Rodgers has these oddball beliefs 
you know, the ayahuasca retreats, the darkness retreat, all these things that he does to get closer to like, I don't know, inner peace or spiritualism or whatever it is. And then something that would be weird for a lot of us if we ever sat down and listened to the nuances is got to be Mormonism. So like you got a guy from BYU and you got a guy who will try anything you like the two of them together, like that would be, I think you stumbled onto something that I would like, like when they do those special, like quick online things where they put like Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart together and they try to get them to answer each other's questions, like having those two just go, you know, it's been a long season and you need to clear your mind. What do you do? And Zach Wilson's like, well, I would, I would go help, you know, impoverished city and whatever, blah. blah. And Aaron Rodgers like, I would make a tea that makes me vomit and duty for eight days. And that's how, like, like it would be intriguing to see how different they, they would approach different situations. The pettiness of Aaron Rodgers, and I'm talking about criticisms and people looking at whatever it is. 60 Minutes covered this before. He didn't like when people would say how tall he wasn't, how he would talk about certain things. He had a long beef with Tony Kornheiser before they kind of made up. I bring all that up because of Rodgers, because even though those two are different, and Wilson's got some swagger to him. He's got some attitude to him. It might have been toned down a little bit in comparison to his rookie season. Do you think they'll actually go to the roster together in opening week one September of, hey, Wilson's going to be the backup, Rodgers is the starter, or I wonder if Rodgers actually steps in and says, this isn't going to work out. What, the Jets and us? No, no, no. Zach Wilson in the same room as me. He's got to go because he's a former first-round pick, and if you don't trade him now, the value of what Wilson is, I don't – it's not going to improve with him on the bench. I think the only way you do that is if you think you're going to play more than two years. And I don't think he is. I think I think that's one of the reasons he's there is they think that they still haven't given up on Zach Wilson. They just know that he's far, farther away than they thought he would be from being a starting quarterback. So you get a guy like Aaron Rodgers to come in. Meanwhile, you you know, you bring in like a Jesse Palmer type. Not Jesse Palmer. Jesse Palmer. Well, even I guess Jesse Palmer would work. Was um Jordan Jordan Palmer, um, who's Carson Palmer's brother, who's like the quarterback guru. Even though the more I think about the guys we know he worked with, they haven't really been working as of late. <laughs> I you know I kind of chuckled that because I thought the same thing too. I'm like Jordan Palmer was really hot in the end of the 2018 yeah. 19 season. All of a sudden these guys he's been working with and some that didn't work out really didn't work out. Well, like he so he gets he gets a plus for Josh Allen. But there was like Sam Darnold, and it wasn't like it wasn't that it was the guys he went to war for. Like the, like he went to war for certain quarterbacks who uh, didn't do anything. The guy from Tennessee, uh, Christian Hackenberg, and oh uh, my Malik Willis. Yeah, yeah, he went he went to war for some of these guys, which you know you want your coach to do. But when you do that and none of these guys pay off, it doesn't look good for you. But I'm saying you get a guy like that, his whole job is to is to fine tune Wilson over the next year or two. And then when Aaron Rodgers, you know, goes off to host, you know, Jeopardy on Peyote, you you have Zach Wilson step in. He's your quarterback. That's the dream scenario. Could work out. Uh, I still would say deal them because if the Jets can get one more pick out of Wilson and hope Rodgers yeah, doesn't get hurt. What would you get? Like, what would you – I mean, I, listen, your, your favorite football team appears to have no real path at quarterback right now. What would you want? What would you be okay with the with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers giving up for Zach Wilson? Sam Darnold was more successful in his run with the Jets, and I believe it was a fourth rounder. Right. Yes, a fifth. 
And that'll probably be decided post preseason if a quarterback gets hurt. So I'd probably schedule. say if I'd probably say I'd I'd go with a fifth. Yeah, but so if I'm the Jets, what's the point? I'll just hold on to him. I'll get a pick out of somewhere else. You know, I got a I got a backup quarterback on a rookie contract. I'm gonna see what he's got. I'm gonna work with him a little longer. And you know, and listen, Aaron Rodgers, everything goes right. There is nobody with better arm talent in the league. He's older now. He's your offensive line still needs a little tinkering to get where you need to be. You're going to need to have a backup who kind of understands how everything works around there, just in case. You know, he misses two, three games in the middle of the season. That could be the difference in making the postseason or not. So I, I, I think they hold on to him. I think they see if they can get anything out of him. And you know, if I'm Joe Douglas and big game Bob Sala, I want to make sure that I have a chance to prove that I was smart taking him in the first place. Could backfire. We can't backfire more than I already did. If we're being perfectly honest. It is LeVac Goss. It is um, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 9.80. We're going to have your uh, top four at four coming up in uh, just a little bit, the four biggest stories in the world of sports. But first, I want to tell you about my good friends over at Mohawk Chevrolet. Amazing variety of vehicles, amazing facility. It's got a nice walking trail. They've got Adirondack chairs out there so you can relax while you're having service done on your vehicle or you know, maybe while they're running numbers and getting everything perfect for you. But the biggest thing for me is the, the selection and the people. I mean, you want to find the perfect vehicle for yourself. I wandered around that lot. I fell in love with about six different Silverados. And then went back to my own, and I love that one. I got that at Mohawk Chevrolet. The amount of people I have come up to me and talk to me about my truck, like, oh, man, that's a great shade of red. Oh, it's this, it's that. Love love my truck. Absolutely in love with it. Got the right price, the right deal, everything right down the wire because I went to Mohawk Chevrolet. From the top to the bottom, everybody there is there to help you and just take good care of you. I'm so proud of my, my, my friend Travis Horn, who I've known since back in the Mohawk Honda days. He's the GM over there now, and he does an amazing job. Uh, everybody over there, just just great. And I might be talking about a new truck, guys. It is kind of truck season. Ooh. As much as I love my truck, I might have found one I like a little bit more, so I might be working that deal as we speak. And they just make it so easy. It's kind of fun to do. I just, just might keep doing it. If you want to find new roads, you got to do it at Mohawk Chevrolet, where they go out of their way to please you. This report 